Welcome to Greater Films, a teenager's movie podcast. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Welcome back to Greater Films, a teenager's movie podcast. A show where we break down films and find out what makes them great. I'm Kyle. And I'm Cam. And today we're talking about Soul. Soul was directed by Pete Docter. It was released on Disney Plus on December 25th, 2020. Uh, it stars Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, and Graham Norton, among many others. The budget is roughly $150 million, which is a lot of m- money for any movie. Yeah. But it definitely shows in this movie because the animation's... Incredible. Phenomenal, yeah. Which we'll get to. Um, box office is, like last week, unapplicable. Um, it was it released, released on Disney+. Plus, yeah. So there's no... Uh, there It didn't go to theaters. I don't think it ever will, which is a little sad. Uh, Cam, would you like to provide a summary for us? It's Rotten Tomatoes summary is... Joe is a middle school band teacher whose life hasn't gone quite the way he expected. His true passion is jazz, and he's good. But when he travels to another realm to help someone find their passion, he soon discovers what it means to have a soul. Or does he? That's the real question. It is. And we'll get to it. Its critical reception was a 96% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it, it's still changing. They're still getting reviews in, but that's what it is at the moment. Oh, okay. As of recording, it is January 8th. Um, yeah. So 2021. 2021. So it's 96 as of today. Yeah. It has an 8.4 average rating, an 83 on Metacritic, an 88 audience score, and an 8.2 on IMDb. Ah, oh, these scores. I know. Not a fan. Not a fan of these scores. 88% audience score. I don't think that's right. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people. I'm not, I this think isn't, it is right. This is no, there's no bias here. But I've talked to a lot of people who said they did not love this movie. Uh, my parents. Um, the random lady that I met when I was working in, in the, the Kroger I work at. She came through the line. And I was talking to the cashier. And I was like, have you seen Soul? Because he likes movies. And um, he said, oh, I haven't seen it yet. And the, the lady came through. And she's like, oh, have you seen it? I was like, yeah, I just watched it. And she's like, what'd you think? And I was like, well, I didn't love it. Spoiler alert. I, I really didn't love this movie the first time around, but I'm excited to, to rewatch it rewatch it, and see if my opinion changes. And I'll prove but you wrong. But she basically said, and we're going to prove each other wrong the best yep. way we can. Um, she said, oh, yeah, I didn't love it either. And I was like, yeah. And we just started talking about that's, it. Well, that's because it wasn't meant for everybody. It was meant for... It's a Pixar movie. It has to be meant for everybody. I know, but... Every other Pixar movie ever made is meant for everybody. No. Yes. No. Give me one. Give me one that's not. Okay, uh, Toy Story. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I didn't like Toy Story 2. It was all about... Wait, what? I this is news to me. We've talked about Toy Story all the time. I thought you, we all like Toy Story I mean, here. I like it, but it's not my... It's not... I don't know. It was good for what it was, but it's not my favorite. Okay, that's fair. Out of like all the other Toy Stories, it's not the best. And I know you think it's good because it's a standalone film, but it just wasn't meant for everybody. Woody feels alone without anyone in his world, and then he meets these group of friends and he instantly connects and this girl right, but has abandonment issues okay and okay i mean but he, everybody relates to um she has abandonment issues that's real life stuff and i mean i was abandoned but i didn't connect to her like it's different and i get in toy story right 3, i think it's mostly issues, i think it's like, mostly the nostalgia of toy story everybody can relate to those toys and i don't kids like it because there's toys grown-ups like it because it just didn't connect it's to about me, loyalty well yeah and, but it just didn't connect to me but there, so every Pixar movie has to have themes that make it okay for kids to, but also like a script and written in a way where it appeals to kids, but also in, themes that makes it make it appeal Soul to adults. Did. Soul, my siblings, I have two siblings that I live with. They liked with. it. They love it. They watched it like five times. 
and then our that Disney is... Plus got canceled as we were watching <laughs> Soul for the fifth time. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of shocking to me. I think first time around, I thought this movie was kind of boring. It's colorful. It's funny. There's a talking cat. It's great. I guess that's true. Like, it's great for the kids. The, I love it because I, I'm a huge fan of psychology. I want to be a therapist. And this movie dove into what life is really about. Have you met anybody that's liked this movie? Like, besides, like, like adults. Have you met any adults that like this movie? Not in person, but I know on Bacon and Eggs. Right, no. Okay, so I, there are tons of critics. Obviously, it's a 96%. Every adult that I follow on Instagram, on social media, that I listen to the podcast, they liked Soul. I don't talk to people about movies, though. Like, I mainly keep my movies to us in the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have many people that enjoy movies enough for me right. to be like, hey, how'd you like this movie? Like, my mom Wait, said it was good, my no. dad said it was good. Cameron, on Bacon and Eggs, Tyler gave it a 51 out of 100. He did yeah, not like this movie. but the rest of them gave it a positive score. <sighs> I guess, I guess. They were like I guess. 95 and above. I, I know, I know. So, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It. Some people just don't, it just doesn't touch them the same way, but we're going to watch it again, and we're going to talk about it. Um, I'll go and get to this. We're going to record a little bit differently with this episode. Um, Cameron and I have both already seen this, clearly. Um, we both watched it pretty quickly after it came out, so... Um, we have very different opinions on the film. So we thought it would be interesting for this episode to try watching the movie in 20 or 30 minute bits and talking about what we thought in between. So we're going to pause the movie, hit record, and uh, talk about it for I don't however long we want to, talk about what's happened in the movie, and then as we get further along, how it's building off of what happened earlier in the movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we haven't started the movie yet, it's just, which is weird. We're recording and we haven't watched the movie yet, but we're going to go ahead and cut in a couple seconds to us talking about soul after watching the first bit of it yep see you then okay we're back we just watched nine minutes and 23 seconds of soul he just fell down the hole and, and we died looking, yeah he died we we're looking at his soul his tiny blue body yep and he's wearing a hat and glasses i love that dead. i love that he has a hat when he's dead that's just good and for glasses. him like, even and though glasses. he said he That's still has weird. perfect vision. Or, I mean, imperfect, <laughs> he has vision. imperfect vision. So he's lying on nothing. Nothing. You see a little reflection of him, but it's black behind him. So, this is it. I thought that this was long. This part was longer before. Me too. Died. I thought it was like a good, like, 15 minutes. I thought it was like 20 minutes of the movie. Okay. Preparing us for the rest of the movie. Yeah, no. And it, it was probably, it was less than that because there was probably a good 30 seconds of the uh, studios opening at the beginning say more than that because it's disney plus so yeah get through a lot more. yeah so it might might even be like a minute so this is really quickly which is good because this minute or the movie is only an hour and a half long so i mean yeah sense. okay but i do have some things to talk about um for I, I i took notes during this i think that the disney opening at the beginning where you hear the the kids playing and the they disney sound intro, terrible that's great it sounds it's, it's really cool because it transitions perfectly into the film so i like yeah. that i think the animation is stunning it's I, great. It's first so time I watched this, I watched it on a TV that I think probably went oh, only like 720p, but we're okay. watching it on a 4K movie. Uh, yeah. 4K TV right now. And it's so great. It really, really good. Like, I'm Gorgeous, yeah. blown away. I think it's amazing. But I think the character designs are weird. Well, I mean. I think that was a. Re- I disagree with that choice. I don't think they should have made this ultra realistic, really fun environment, but then have like these super weird. Like, what would Joe look like without a hat and a mustache? Uh, he would look like... He what, would look like... He would look like what squash. he's shown without the hat His head would look like on. a squash. His I mean, head would look like a squash. His, hat, or his head would look just like that if you just take away the hat. Yeah. Okay, but then he's blue. He's blue. I mean, yeah, I but... Just, I think that, like, he just... His, 
It's, he just looks really weird. It's like, not it the first time people have done this before, though. Like, no, it I happens know. all the time. Even, I know. Even I had, in, but like, I had Brave and stuff like that. Like any animated stuff, they I, look weird because they're not yeah, supposed to look. But they, I commented on this um, in the how to, how to Train Your Dragon films. And it I said worked. that I thought it worked well because it's a fantasy setting and they look really not realistic. And this, this is, is a realistic setting up until here. But he's a he's a blue blob at the moment. But he looks. Really weird, and they look like fantasy character designs, but it's a real life setting. It's New York City, and, and I that's mean, a complaint. Like, they I have. had like Hey Arnold, where his head was shaped like a football, and Phineas and Ferb, where who knows how their head was shaped. Okay, I've never like, seen Hey Arnold, but Phineas and Ferb, that is not supposed to be realistic at all. I know, but like that was a kids' TV show. And this, this is, is not a, a kids, kids movie. It's Pixar. It's, it's been Pixar, for everyone. but it is not a kid. It is not for everybody. It's Pixar. Uh, you just said Pixar movies are for everyone. It is Pixar. Yeah, that's why I don't like this movie as much because I don't think I don't think it should be a Pixar until movie. Until you said that you liked your that your siblings liked it. I don't believe it should be a Pixar movie. I think it should have been done by <laughs> But it is. It's a it's a Pete Doctor Pixar movie. Well, I know. I think it would have been like better. Out. I think it would have been better if It's like it, Inside Out. I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off. Go ahead. I think it would have been better if it was done by someone not Pixar, like DreamWorks or Universal, someone that could make it more Adulty, like show like, that has doesn't have expectations already on it, like Pixar does to yeah, to appeal Pixar, to everybody. It's meant for I get that. Its basis is around kids and families with the kids. It is not meant for just like hey, you know, I'm a lonely single guy. I'm gonna go to the theater yeah, and watch this by that's myself. That's a weird premise for a Pixar movie. I know you have to admit, like but, that's weird. So I feel like it would be better if it was handled by someone else. But for what it was, like for it being Pixar, I really enjoyed it, and I'm. Okay, that's fair. Nine minutes in, I'm so far, really like enjoying it. it. That's good. I, I honestly do, too. This is the probably my favorite part of the movie. First time around, this is my favorite part of the movie. Where really? Yeah, because it's not complicated. I'm not saying I'm, I don't like thinking, but it's this is like Inside Out, but it, not, but it doesn't tell a story that I think would be interesting to kids. True. I mean, the animation's cool and and, and funny, and they, they make jokes sometimes, but like this entire story... Like a lost soul, which we'll get to later. I don't think that no, we're not focused on that. Kids. We're focusing on just this section, right? And I think this section is great. This is my favorite part of the movie. Okay, it's simple. It's refreshing. He loves music. He's so passionate I mean, about. And he's yeah, so talented it goes deep too. into the fact that he is like that is his passion. He even says, "This is what I was born to do," and that single line that is said for not even two seconds just shows, just starts the entire movie. I was born to play. Right, is what he says. So he's so. But he's so happy because he's so hopeful. He's like, oh my goodness, this is my purpose. And his dad This is what he depends thing. on as his purpose, right? And he's like, I finally have this opportunity. Playing middle school band is, is okay, but I want to be a, a, surrounded by people who actually appreciate this art. Yeah. And that's, that's not a bad thing. No. Teaching isn't for everybody. He's talking through his music, and these kids do not understand, but this is what he really feels. They don't feels. care. You see that yes. when they show the class, it is people slacking off, right. eating Skittles through the trumpet. Yeah, which is impossible. I play the trumpet, and that is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in a Pixar movie. We're trying movie. this next time. No, 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 no. You suck through a trumpet, you know what you get? Spit. Spit. And Skittle. Spit that has sat there. Skittle spit. Bacteria. Spittle skit. Spit that has sat in... in stop. <laughs> it's it's spit that has sat in bacteria that has been there for That's nasty. No one decades. wants to hear that. Not That's what I'm saying. That's just, yes, Except, decades. My trumpet, my dad played that. Okay, well, like most 30 people years ago. aren't using their dad's trumpet, I'm assuming. I assume that these people either are like... Either way. Either way. This is bacteria plus, that sat there for a long time. It? Isn't there a spit valve where you drain the spit? Right, you drain the spit, but the bacteria is still there. Clean it. I do clean it. But that doesn't mean like. But either way, there's gonna be. It's not always gonna work. These are tubes. I. Oh, I don't want to talk about a trumpet. The the in the workings of a trumpet. I don't want to talk about that. We'll talk about this later then. <sighs> okay. 
basically, Follow us on our he's Instagram finding you stability. Whenever they offer him a full time job, he's finding stability. Like it's being handed to him. But he doesn't, but he doesn't want, want it. it. He, he has wants... a dream. Well, he has I, a dream, and that's great. I completely it's agree. To encourage. If you don't love what you're doing, why bother? Mm-hmm. I work at Taco Bell, and I hate it. I'm sorry for anyone who knows me that works at Taco Bell. It is not a positive environment. Y'all are super negative, and like, yeah, I love the people, but it's just very. It's not where you want to be. No, it's not at all. It's fine, and you don't even have like a reason to like move on. You don't have like a something that's like beyond Taco Bell that you have like. Well, I mean, you do, but I, I mean, mean, he has a dream that's related to what he's already doing. This is what I'm trying to say. Well, he has yeah. a dream already related to what he's doing in the band, but he has a dream to go past it to actually be like a real jazz. He's musician. just waiting for that opportunity, and, and that's all I'm it. waiting for. And he gets it, and he just died. That I mean, sucks. Yeah, he gets the gig. So he's we're coming all, back, and he dies. Yeah. Just like rip. We're all happy for him. We're all happy that he has this opportunity. He's so excited, and then he dies, and we're sad. But I mean, I, I does he really sad. die? Well, we're, we're sad because, okay, we're not sad because the movie he just falls started into and he's a hole, done. it blacks out, and then blue. There's a tiny blue guy. He becomes a smurf, which we'll get into this after the next section, but Disney's just like, screw religion, you're smurfs now, and that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. We'll go walk into the great beyond, walk into that big white thing. Um, anyway. Which we'll get into how dark that is after we watch that section. Yes. But from cool. what I remember, Disney... Wow, y'all took a turn for the worse. Pixar, that was deep. The fact that after death, you literally walk into a white boy and you're dead forever. Well, the whole the whole point is that they didn't. I I think they didn't want to get into that. They didn't want to actually see like what was actually in the Great Beyond. They just wanted to show that. Like my dad, whenever I first showed him the trailer, he's like, "Uh, our my grandpa is a um, devout Christian man, and he." My dad was like, "Ah, oh, probably shouldn't show that to him. I don't think that he would appreciate that because it's not how the Bible portrays it." Well, we'll get into that afterward. Okay, yeah, but so I just I think that they didn't want to get into that because yeah. that that is very controversial. Yeah, period. But anyway, um, very let's talk about. Couple, I have a couple comments. Okay, the zone is beautiful. The way they animated that is so. When he gets into cool. that music groove, oh my gosh! The way the colors, the lights, the sounds, the way everything mm-hmm. literally disappears around him, the and beautiful it's animation just as well. The music, yeah, it's so cool. It's him and the music, and it's that that personal thing that he has, and it's great. This is and the... it's his. That is his thing. He has a dream, he has a talent, and this is his thing. It's the zone, and he's yeah. in the zone, and it's great. I mean, this feels like the La La Land of psychologically animated movies. And I know there's Psychologically not... animated movies. Sorry, that came out wrong. Um, animated... Psychological animated movies. Yeah. I think that's what you meant. Okay. And I know there's pretty much, like, no other animated movie that deals with, like, this much psychology. But, uh, like... Probably Inside Out. I mean, honestly... That was more... But, like, like you talk about psychology, funny. that's brain. That's the emotions, and... I say it's just a different side of it. Well, yeah. psychology is a brain, and this is a soul, which is an abstract idea, which is very hard to tackle in any. I know it gets really deep. Movie, my goodness! Like, I can't believe they actually went for this. Like I, I, I it's this is a great story so far. But I the love, fact they actually went for it and called I the love movie how soul, they tie you know. jazz into this. Like its main thing is around the fact of jazz. Yeah, jazz is a great subject for movies. La La Land proved that for sure. La La Land was great. Mm-hmm. Okay, two more things. I don't think Jamie Foxx was a good choice for Joe. No. I don't. I don't. I think that he was miscast. It just feels so out of place. The second he gets out of the zone, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And it's like, you don't Are sound you like, you don't yeah. sound like Joe. You don't sound like he would sound. You don't sound like he's like, maybe it's just the voice, the performance wasn't as good. But I think Jamie Foxx is a, is a wonderful actor. I think he's great. Fantastic. But I don't, I don't think he was the, the best choice for Joe. And we'll get into this after we meet Tina Fey's character. But 
none of the casting seems right for me. I think the yes, Terry's and Jerry's were good. Yes. But the main two characters just weren't. Feel very miscast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Which, we'll, we'll definitely get into that when we meet 22. I don't like We'll Tina make Faye Travis proud and we'll cast this ourselves. Okay. Definitely. For sure. Uh, last thing I want to say before we uh, cut to the next section. So he's walking through and he's barely, he barely like escapes. He almost dies basically. Like. I mean, like, yeah, he's like escaping death times. like four times. Yeah. And then he takes one step and falls into a manhole. Right. Okay. So I've heard people on the internet um, interpret this scene as. He's too focused on jazz. He's too focused on his dream. Do you think that that's a negative thing for for him to be so focused on his dream and being so excited that he's not aware of the world around well, him? Well, yeah, even the most positive thing can become negative. Too much of anything is bad. Too much water can okay, drown you. Okay, do you, you think in this case that this is a bad thing? Yeah, like I was just really? saying. Really? Too much water can drown you. Too much of anything can hurt you. So well, if he's, here's my thought. No, his entire life is focused on jazz. So right, because ruining, that's what he thinks is his purpose. It is ruining his relationship with his mom. It's ruining his career. And yeah, he thinks it's his purpose, but you need to be able to find balance. Okay, well then, we'll get into this, but I like I don't think the, the movie offers him any other purpose. He depends on jazz as his purpose. This is what he... This is, this is everything that he's working towards. But the entire movie goes to point out that you can't... You have to find balance in your life. It's not all about one thing. You are not born to do a certain thing. Like... Okay. Like we've pointed out, we are both Christians, so God might have a purpose for you, but you are not born to do that one thing. Each end of, Every time you interact with someone, you impact their lives in a small way or a big way, but you are not born to make one thing. You are not born to play an instrument. You are not born to do this, Agreed. this, or that. I agree. That's well said. So this entire movie just goes to prove that you aren't set, like nothing is set in stone. You are meant to do a bunch of things. Okay, but I don't think that's clear here. I mean, not Which the we'll beginning. Get to. Obviously not in the beginning, but I mean, we're kind of talking about the whole film at the moment, but I think that they basically say, oh, no, you don't have a purpose. We don't give purposes. You don't have a purpose on Earth, but this is what makes you want to live is jazz. That's what, that's what sparks his, his it living. Makes, yeah, it makes him enjoy life. And yeah, you need stuff that makes you enjoy life, but you also need to deal with the crap. Like, if you don't pay your taxes, you end up in well, jail. obviously he does that. Obviously he does deal with all that because he has a relationship with his but mom. So... It's not a good relationship. He has a relationship with his mom and he's living in an apartment and he has a job. His only relationship is pretty much him washing his laundry at her work because it's free. Which, because he doesn't have a good job. It's a part-time job teaching at a school. So he's really only there when it benefits him. And it shows later on that he does not have that connection. He doesn't have what he needs. And he realizes that jazz is kind of... Or, I guess Tina Fey and his body realizes that jazz kind of got in the way. Okay, okay, we'll get there. We'll so get there. they express it, yeah. Okay, we'll get there, for sure. I just think that he's put through cartoonish circumstances. Like the bricks there almost fell. There, there isn't a cover over the hole, okay? Bricks, literally bricks break, fall on banana him. Banana peels nails, are everywhere. There's banana peels and there's nails right after. He then he almost hit gets by hit a by a moped. moped. These are cartoonish circumstances. For him to cartoonishly avoid. And then cartoonishly die. Right. But it's like, it's like, I don't think that being excited about an opportunity to actually achieve your dream that you've been working towards your entire life is a negative thing. It's Even clouding if he's his dis- judgment. He's distracted. Well, he's not judging anything. He walked under bricks that were f- that were about to fall. Right, it was he obvious Because he wasn't paying attention. Right, he was clouding him. He was very focused on jazz, but he, because he was excited. And I don't think that that's necessarily something to discourage. So if you're focused on your friends in the car and then you accidentally okay, drive but off here's a cliff the thing. was that There's not a bad thing there's never given anything for him to focus on other than jazz 
he could have been focusing on, I don't know, like, finding a stable job and then That's what he's jazz. doing. No, he has a stable job. He just got it, but he's willing to throw that away just because he gets to play jazz. He needs... Right, that's his dream. That's what he's been working towards. So that's all he wants side. is that opportunity. But, okay, But so, if this can be your full... If, if you can make your dream your full-time job, then why wouldn't you? Well, because it's not... You need to wait until it works. Do it on the side. Like, if you're an author... He is, do right it now. on the side. But he's not going to. He just told... Like, he was good... The whole conversation with his mama was about whether he's going to turn it down or not. Well, because... Because he didn't want to be stuck it, in that. But his whole thing he, is he says... Be stuck. Basically, he, he's stuck, and he's not happy. Yeah. Right? He's not happy where he is teaching middle school bands, so he doesn't want to make that his full-time, and he gets an opportunity to actually achieve his dream, and that's good for him. That's not something that's But he was going to turn down the entire job just for that. Well, being full-time, and because, well, he, the day he get think about this, the day he gets that, that um, job opportunity is also the exact same day where he gets an opportunity to do what he's wanted to do his entire life. They were offering him job security and medical, though, so if he would have taken the full-time and then done... Jazz on the side well, some, until he got noticed and famous. Like you don't get noticed teaching middle school band. I know. So you do jazz on the side with Dorothea Williams until you get famous. Okay, then he could have done that. But he didn't. But we don't know. He, he just was died. talking to his mom. That entire conversation was about him throwing away this job opportunity. Well, be, well they had that conversation stupid. before he had this opportunity to do anything. I know, but she was worried he was going to do this exact thing and throw it away. So it's like, if you want to be a movie producer... But they, we never see him make a stupid decision besides not paying attention walking down the road, which all the other time that he's walked through no, New York, he's obviously survived, so why should he be worried right now? His entire thing is stupid because he is just focused on jazz. He's not focused on anything else. I'm going to give you a story from my personal life. My okay. mom was in the car when she was my age with a group of friends. The friend driving was too focused on his friends in his car because that's what he thought mattered most. He ended up crashing into a telephone pole, and my mom split open her skull. Being too focused on one thing can impact a lot of people, not just yourself, and it can ruin your life. So if he was focused on okay, I agree. More I agree. than there one is, thing, there, you can lose yourself in something, and that's not so Pixar, a good thing. Pixar could have done better, but he was too involved in that. He needed. I just don't think that that's clear as of now. I do think they yes. get it. They might get into that more later with uh, the barbershop. Hole. I think Pixar should have shown that though better. I agree. I understand where you're coming from, but I do think it was bad. That he was too like obsessed with it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But I just don't think that it's portrayed. I don't think that what has given what it's been given to us. The nine minutes so far that's okay. been given to us has prepared us for that to think. Oh, he's too obsessed with jazz. Yeah. It's oh my goodness. He has this opportunity to make his dream come true. That's great for him. And then he dies. And then the rest of the movie is him talking about why he was misguided okay. to, to focus too much on jazz. But we don't really see that he's too focused on jazz mm -hmm. until later so this nine minutes it's like oh we're cheering for him we're happy for him and then he dies and we're like well that did happened. he just die because did he really i don't know he was technically still I mean, alive he's no because they tell he you basically later died on, then came he back to life die because right so he didn't die but he fell down a hole and he's unconscious and his soul is like um, walking towards the great beyond what's the movie or in book about the kid who almost dies goes to heaven meets jesus uh, heaven is for real yeah yeah so it's like that he kind of like almost dies and then okay he just doesn't even, he doesn't go to the grave beyond because he's, for some reason, the only one that doesn't want to, which we'll get to. But I just, this whole opening sequence, I think they did a lot of things right, but I don't, like, even the people have complained, I've heard people complain about the relationship with the mother being, I mean, it, it's like resolved later in the movie, but it's not really set up. They talk for probably about a minute, maybe? Minute and a half. About her... Not just her wanting him to be stable, but then... It comes back to the fact that it was... But then she's okay later with him actually taking the gig. 
once he explains it, once he explains why. Okay, but if the if the whole theme of the movie is that you can lose yourself in something and you shouldn't focus on it too much and make that the only priority in your life, then why is that a good moment? But I mean, from his mom's point of view, doesn't he kind of sound crazy saying that all he wants to do, like he's willing to throw away his stable job just to play in a band? Like, if you don't understand... Maybe, but just because somebody says well, you I mean, shouldn't follow your dream doesn't mean you shouldn't. If you don't follow, or if you don't understand where he's coming from, he just kind of seems crazy. Yeah. So when his, when he explains it to his mom, he's like, Mom, this is why, and his mom gets it, then she's fine with it, because she but knows that... what he's saying is what we already know, because the first nine minutes of the film. Well, yeah. We already know that. So we already are on his side from the beginning. And the entire movie, after this, is telling us that we shouldn't be on his side, because he screwed up. He's focusing too much on jazz. He's losing himself in it, which we never actually see happen. He's in the zone and he's feeling it. And this is a spiritual experience for him. I mean, this is the most you... spiritual experience he has ever had in his life. Like this, this is the only way that he can actually connect. And I don't think it with shows you soul. that it ruins his life because he helps the kids grow and he realizes that teaching is one of the most important things because he helps. Okay, he realizes that, but if if he hadn't gone through this experience, maybe he wouldn't have liked it. If he doesn't like teaching, then he shouldn't do it. But he ends up realizing how much he likes teaching when. 22 helps out that girl learn that she loves to play trombone. And when Curly says that that's the re only reason right. he ever stayed okay. in school. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So, there I mean, are we moments will get where into it's like it. he is a good teacher, but if he doesn't enjoy that as his livelihood, then he shouldn't do it. But with that said, unless you have something to respond to. No, we'll to get okay. into that later. But we'll get into that. Uh, we already talked a lot, but we're going to go ahead and cut this to the second, ha- second, second, part. second section of uh, the podcast. See you then. Bye. Meow, 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 meow. Okay, we're back. Welcome back, yeah. Yeah, okay, so... We um, just got done with the second part. We are 32 minutes in and 12 seconds. uh, 36 minutes. 36 minutes in and 12 seconds. And we are having a great time. We are having a blast. We're, we've been rec- we've been doing this for an hour and a half. We're going a little crazy. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the movie. So, um, let's start from the beginning. So, uh, we left off, he was lying in the black, and he looks up, and there's the gray beyond. I think that scene is breathtaking. That animation is so cool. From the from the first trailer they showed of that, I was like, okay, I need to see this movie. This okay. looks amazing. The trailer was so misleading, though. Absolutely. When I saw it, it, I even said I wanted to do this because I thought it was going to be like Citizen Kane and Mank, to where it was flashbacks of his life, yeah. to help tell... that's a good idea. To help tell her this why he should enjoy, or why she should go to Earth. But no, they had to go screw it all up, and they had to start... Okay, this is my least favorite part of the movie so far, and rewatching it, there are so many problems I have. So many. I, I wrote most of them down. There's like, so many holes in this story that just don't make sense. They just throw the fact that, you know, God's fake, and religion is stupid, and none of it's real. There's just Terry and Jerry land. There's no heaven and hell. There's so, Terry so... and Jerry. No one likes either of them, but they're there. So even if... Even if somebody was to say, say like, I'm an atheist and that they don't believe in God and that God's made up, God is something that people trust in for purpose. Yeah. And so this movie is saying that there is no purpose outside of purely He literally being said there's alive. no purpose in my life. They, well, they haven't said that. Yeah, he, just he says, okay, I wrote this down, let me find it. He says, my life is meaningless. And but he's like, it hasn't started yet. But it's because his entire life he's been told that he needs to follow his dreams. But it's like, by even by his dad, his dad showed him that this is like the right path. Not showed him, but like, this Tor- is his yeah. passion. This is his passion. This is what he wants. But he's like, okay, my, my, my life was meaningless because I'm going to this goal and I haven't hit it yet. So now he's going to hit it. 
and he's going to be underwhelmed. We're not even there yet. But he's going to be like, oh, this didn't satisfy me. I think after this experience, especially especially him going to the grave before and seeing his life and be, literally saying, my life was meaningless, that would break him. And speaking of the grave before and the grave beyond. What even is hold it? Up. So he dies, and he comes on this, like, treadmill-looking thing, no other soul in sight, and he sees this big white wall. And he's yes. like, oh, okay. And then he starts seeing more souls. And they're he's like, he's the only one trying to escape. Well, Ever. I'm not even that at doesn't that point. even make any sense. He sees these three souls who are all dead, and then they are just accepting it. And then they go up into the great uh, beyond, great yeah. beyond, and, blip. and then no, they get electrocuted like flies in a zapper. Like you hear the electric noise of them yeah. dying. So even if you want to say these are the mechanics of the film, this is the rules that they set out. This is a made-up world, but they made New York City as realistic as possible. So this feels like our world. And it feels like they're saying that lives are literally blips. They're electrocutions. They're flies floating up, and then tip, and they're dead. The and only, it's gone. The it's only high-powered beings are Terry and Jerry, and no one likes either of them because they're all annoying and stupid. Yeah. Unlikable characters. So, so, even if you're like, okay, Terry is counting all of them, and he's like, oh, the count's off. And that's like that moment where it's like, oh, Which, how do you know the count's off? He's not counting. Right Some now, guy he's not dies. counting. And then you don't hear the shock of him dying. Yeah. But he's allowed to run backwards on the treadmill to meet thousands of people who weren't there a second ago. Yeah, and then to, escape. To jump on their heads and then jump out. And then like, escape. Why has no one tried sense. that before? Yeah. And it really, it's like, the counter's been off for, for, what is it, like millennia or something? I don't know. But it's like, ugh, it's just so many holes in this part of the movie. And Okay, the great before could have been so much more colorful and well animated and you know what it's it all looks blue fine. and white it's all blue and white and, and like little pink but Which, it's like what is what? with them it's so smurfs. dull it's so boring and yeah they're just little smurfs they're little puffs of air and so that brings me to all these souls are so innocent because they haven't lived yet and yet here's 22 this jaded 40 year old woman who's speaking well, to her soul and it's like she has never lived how can she be disjaded and that's my issue with tina fey being the voice of 22 what do you mean they're innocent they were screaming hell for a good, like, minute straight. They were just going hell, hell, right, because hell. They, because there's no moral. There's nothing telling them that's wrong. That, that might be something you don't just say well, I know. talk about. But, like, they just appear and they suddenly know how to right, mock people. Right, but they're innocent because they don't criticize. know. They don't, they, they haven't, they haven't lived yet. Right, yeah. They haven't lived yet. So 22 is voiced by a 40-year-old woman. And she sounds so jaded. And I'm like, how could she sound so jaded for a, for a soul that hasn't even lived yet? Yet, and it's like, later we, in the movie, we find out. The reason that she didn't have, she doesn't have her spark is because she's going to get it by actually living, by experiencing life. So, one, has that really never happened before where people actually need to experience life to get their spark? Two, there is so much stuff that she has brought into her little box, and you're telling me that none of that stuff, none of the stuff that she's, she has, she's basically living, but in the great before. So how is she not like, oh, I'm ready to live, when she has all this stuff that she's deemed worthy to bring into her home and keep there and collect things, but they don't have any meaning to her. At all, but they do. And she so she's a hoarder. She, yes, and she she collects all the stickers from her mentors. But it's like, okay, the, those have meaning to you. If you are a soul that hasn't lived yet, that doesn't exist. It's 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 outside of the world. It's outside of time. And it's like, so okay, I have to say something. On um, people who say that, like, there's a theory going around that 22 is the 22nd soul. That is completely wrong. There's no way because there's no this, time there. This is outside of time. Yeah, they they literally say that. There's no time here. It doesn't really work like that. They say so it several she's not times. The she's not the twenty. Ha! But um. But um. Okay. They don't like. They don't. They establish that it's not. <laughs> they establish <laughs> that there's no time there, so she can't be the twenty second soul. We're yeah. very passionate about this because 
just watching this, I have like, I ha like, oh, basically a page of notes about just this part. I hate Tina Fey in this role. Yeah, no offense to Tina Fey, but you suck. No, don't say that. In this she's, role, a, she's really good no, in a lot of in stuff. In this role, you are terrible choice. Like, yeah, you know, I don't, that, I don't blame her for that. I blame the studio. I blame the like the people who made this movie, who casted it. I think Jamie Foxx is a bad choice as well. I think she's I a bad mean, choice for this character. No, for Soul, they sh or for twenty two, they should have gotten like a teen, yeah, like somebody a teen girl or a child. Yeah, I get somebody, that's a lot of lines for a child, but yeah, bruh. that could have really that she could have been like sounded more innocent, a little bit jaded. But it would have made more sense if she sounded like a child or sounded like a teenager. Like even like Pey I feel like Peyton List is even too old for this role. That was really I no, I was just thinking of like okay. teenage girls. Okay, that's but funny. like in No, yeah. Th this is not a role where you're just like, oh, Tina Fey has a cool voice. No, Let's she has use an her. annoying voice. That's the only reason yes, they well, picked in this her. movie. And I they no, said I think she's that. that's true. That's true. But I think she is she's a good actress. I think she's good in a lot of things that she's in, but this but most not of, right. But a just, lot of acting mm -hmm. is facial and body expressions, but all you get is her voice for a soul that has never lived, and she is too graded, too depressed, too angsty. Yeah. To even no, like it's not a no. To to even ah, she doesn't know what life is like, so how can she feel like this in the beginning? So that's a hole in the main conflict of this movie. He meets the soul who is not who has decided that she does not like to live. She does not want to live. Apparently she's the only one. And yeah, she he does change her mind later, and then there's that whole weird thing with her as a lost soul, which I guess we'll get to. Watching which doesn't make any sense. How can she? How is she a lost soul? She hasn't lived. Oh, I mean, wait, she has lived. She did live at alive. that point. She's not alive. But so she yeah, lived. she's a lost soul. She should have been a lost soul from the beginning because she's so jaded. I mean, I that guess she didn't she was. even live. I but she wasn't. And also, okay, so I, I let me. Well, we, I mean, we're you can't be a lost soul until you live. Right. So she was a lost soul that wasn't a soul yet. So that logic does not line up. No, this watching this from a critic's point of view, I am rethinking my entire thoughts on this movie. I do because there's so many <laughs> plot holes and like, questions. They say that that doesn't make sense. They have these these crazy themes, these crazy things they're trying to tackle in this movie that they were not prepared to at all. They have no right to take a stance on. And yeah, I'm care like I'm getting very passionate about this. Wait, okay. I have two like I have a few just pl just plot holes. Just small things that I want to talk about. Okay. okay. Go so, for it. if if Joe is so good at piano and they say and it's established he is mm -hmm. an amazing piano player. Yeah. He does not just have to improv. He can read music because he I mean they don't really establish yeah. that, but like I mean, he he's does a good for piano class. player. Then how has he never been accepted by all those people who reject him? Exactly. What has he been? Re why has he been rejected if he's that good? And now suddenly he's okay, but then he, he dies, and then he has to rethink everything. I know. That's, right? That's weird. Dumb. Him saying, "Okay, um, if okay, the zone, that whole thing doesn't make sense. How did they actually get to the zone through that box? That doesn't make any sense. The zone, how those people can actually walk around as blobs and be aware that they are blobs." In the in the zone and save people with a with a rod. To, I know there's so many plot holes no that it makes sense. How to Train Your Dragon seem decent. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Joe. So so all the um all the souls are like are alive. Although like all those souls who are helping the lost souls and they're on that ship. Those like four or five people, they are all alive. That that's established. They're alive. They're in the zone and they're able to do this. But Joe is also in the zone. But he's not alive. They show, like, they try to open the circle, and he's to the great beyond. But, but he's not 22. dead. Well, yeah, but well, 22. 20, she's not alive or dead. She's just there. Yeah. I, I just doesn't, it doesn't add up at all. There's a lot of illogical ideas that they give, they they pull here, that are, they're just, they shouldn't, that don't, don't add up, that I'm not, uh, I'm just not, I'm not okay with. And I'm not, I don't think, 
like where this movie was going. Like the first, the first like nine minutes. I, I literally thought that the first nine minutes, thinking back on this movie after watching it, that was the first act. Yeah. It is definitely not the first act. No. That is nine minutes of the movie. This is the first act. We're yeah. about to get into the second act where they're, they're, the, she's the cat back. and he's, wait, no, he's the cat and she's his, she's him. It doesn't make sense. He's meow and she's <sighs> him. My gosh. Who's this meow movie dude. and, yeah. So I strongly believe that entire night, first nine minutes did not prepare us for this, for this, everything that's happened after that. No. And I don't think it does for the rest of the movie. It establishes that he is passionate and he cares so much about piano, but it doesn't, it barely establishes that he cares too much. Yeah. The only thing is that he doesn't pay attention because he's excited that he's walking down the road and he almost dies a couple times. Well, I mean, then I he guess, falls down a hole. I guess that kind of shows that he's consumed by it to the point like... But but if you're so consumed by it after getting in the zone, it's like you get in the zone too much and then you are consumed by it. Yeah. Being in the zone is not a bad thing in this case. Like, he is in the zone and he's happy. And he's like, this is where I thrive. True. Where I can just play the piano and feel alive and that's why he does it because that's his passion yeah and it's like that is not something that's bad you're it's right something that should be discouraged and that's what i've been saying since the beginning and i just that is so sad to me that they're they say that he is too consumed with his passion okay this but they don't super give depressing. him it is and they don't give him anything else to supplement that i love There's it. nothing else what i love how depressing it is oh my gosh <laughs> it's the first animated movie that actually that's not true big hero six was pretty depressing how? In what way? When, when like he dies, I said, dies? several to no. I don't even. I've never cared about Tadashi. I really? but I've said several times on this podcast. I've only cried by one movie, which you changed today. Thank you very much. <laughs> the spectacular now made me cry. It's a dang good movie. Big Hero Six. When Baymax sacrifices himself and goes up into the portal oh. and dies. This oh. was like a year and a half ago. I burst out into tears, oh sobbed gosh. in my living room alone in nothing but my shorts. Like, basketball shorts. Sad, man. I was sitting on my couch in my blanket and basketball shorts, and I sobbed. Just because Baymax died. Okay. And then I was sitting on this, the floor. This is not going to make you cry now. It's going to make you cry in ten years whenever you're rethinking your life because of this. Yeah. Like, and pe- especially people who don't have anything else to give them purpose to watch this and be like, well, oh, yeah. I guess the only purpose I have is to live. And you know what? Living kind of sucks. So maybe I shouldn't, right? That's like, that's... I mean, how I've people, that that's point. how people become suicidal. I've been to that point. Yeah, I understand it. And this movie gets to that point. Like, oh, my goodness. She doesn't have a reason to live. Neither does he. Okay, also, this is, we kind of like breeze right past this, but he's a mentor. They do no. not explain, well, he, he becomes a mentor. They, they assign him. about being a mentor. Okay, but they assign him to 22, so yeah. he's a mentor then. Okay. Even though he doesn't have a name tag. But yeah. he's a mentor. They do not explain to the mentors that a spark is not a purpose. I know. They don't explain what a spark is. They never cover that, but the spark isn't a purpose. It's the reason for enjoying life. Right, and they don't say that until the end. If they had just said that, explained the entire what a spark movie was, wouldn't need to be a I thing. I mean, wouldn't the mentors feel so much like, or have a better idea of how to actually get somebody to, There's to so have the less spark? Pressure. Yeah, if they actually know what a spark is, why wouldn't they tell them that? That doesn't I, make any sense. I feel like that was a big key detail they missed on. Yeah, which was that they weird. just totally skipped. Totally, were like, oh, okay, they don't need to know that. We're, we're the Jerry's and. They're mentors, and they're they're not dead yet, or something. And what is with the everyone being named Jerry? I get having one all-powerful being, but everyone named Jerry? Is that what you think that's what that was? Is them, like, it's one thing, but it's their different well, like, personifications they, of that I mean, like, like, greater being? They say that God it was the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right. Now, this is Jerry, the Jerry, and the Jerry, Jerry. And then there's Terry, the accountant. Who's but Terry's like annoying. Satan, I think. He's always <laughs> negative. I don't think And he's watching right. people die. He's making sure everyone who dies goes on track. 
I don't know. I mean, these are version of God and Satan. There are there are interpret there are like philosophy interpretations of theology that have that are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years old since humans were able to think. They've been thinking about gods and what and higher beings. And this movie is like, nah, we're just going to deal with this and ignore that. But it's like this has been. I, this is not a new idea. It's a new idea that everybody's just kind of going to ignore God. Ignore, or not ignore God, but ignore ignore that feeling that like they need something greater. Yeah. And that, okay, that's 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 terrible, but okay. That's that's what this movie is saying. They're saying that this that's okay. And that but they're don't, they're not meaning to. They're trying to make a fun because this movie is funny. It's mm. funny. It's clever. Like I'm not going to lie. We like, laughed several times. We laughed. It's funny. But I'm just like this, as soon as you go a little bit under the surface, you're like, okay, this totally falls apart because you cannot just say humans don't think about things that humans think about, but then try to make a human story while also making this not make any sense logically. And speaking of humans thinking, um, isn't it weird that people used to think about like all these gods or religions and stuff, but now like people can't even think? Like no one knows how to make their own dinner. Like everyone is just. <laughs> Oh. And we have all this technology, which could help us get smarter. But these people back in, like, Roman times had stone tablets and were flipping geniuses compared to us. Like, all you blonde girls that don't even know how to make minute rice, that's a problem. <laughs> Y'all need to learn how to cook. Instead of coming through Taco Bell making me cook for you, I ain't your slave. <laughs> okay, okay, at least they pay you. I mean, but, okay. yeah. So, I mean, you're not wrong. I just think people... If we're really going to get into this, I think people just need to... They rely People too much might on not technology. be motivated anymore yeah. to do things. And this movie is not trying to solve that in any way. They're no, not trying they're to just... give new motivation. They're saying, that motivation, yeah, you don't want to focus wrong. on that because that's not your meaning. That's not your purpose. Yeah. It's like, oh. It's pretty much everybody the middle who, finger everybody to your motivation. Like, yeah, everybody who thought that that was, the, that, like, that was what's motivating them to live. And that's Joe. That was motivating him to live, to continue. He says, oh, my life is meaningless. But he doesn't give up. He doesn't like, oh, I guess I'll just die. Because he has a gig. He has an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And he thinks that's his purpose. So if at that moment where he's like, my life is meaningless, and he knew that the gig didn't fulfill him, would he not just be totally okay with dying? But it's like, if someone was like, yeah, my entire life I was meant to be an astronaut. Hot psych, I guess I'll just die now. Like, uh, Yeah, I, people, because, I mean, that's what people have... do nowadays. They... It, when that's they, that's when what every that's what way, high school die. tells us. We have to pick a career path, or people have to pick one career. We were talking right? about and that's how they that's how they live. Family. That's how they make money. That's their livelihood. What? We were talking about this at dinner with your family. Your brother even said, "I don't know what I want to be," and your mom's like, "You don't have to." And he goes, "Well, you kind of do. Like there are classes starting at like seventh grade that demand you to pick your idea. They give you mm -hmm. tests to decide mm -hmm. your dream job." And he, your brother was trying to stress it's, out it's about a, it's it. Comp yeah, it's not. Ugh. They try to shove it down your throat that you need to have a set job by the time you graduate. By the time you even start high school, you need to but know a little bit. they don't ever claim that that's our purpose. No. Right? They, because that's too, that's too philosophical. That's too, like, brain. That's too, that's too soulful. Especially honestly. for Pixar. Who have <laughs> no, toys come alive. especially for school. Well, yeah. they, they keep things intelligent. But, like, Pixar's wise, like, right? ha, toys come alive. That's fascinating. That's about it. And they never, I mean, toys, they don't explain the souls of toys, so why explain the souls <gasps> of humans? Imagine Woody's soul when he dies. There's a soul for toys. Yeah, that doesn't, oh, Which, okay, I know this is a little off topic, but if, um, I was looking at some trivia for this movie, and apparently you can see an ad for Riley from Inside Out, her dad's startup business. That's the whole reason they moved. 
it's the her, same universe. Her dad's startup business has an ad on the subway later in the movie, so that means that it's the same universe. So inside of their head, besides their soul, they have all these emotions. So there's like happy jazz Joe, sad jazz Joe, angry jazz Joe, and then yeah. there's like happy Joe cat jazz person. Don't even. It's don't a even. cat. Bro, we're talking this much about it, and we haven't even gotten to like they said them getting on Earth. We probably should cut this off like like now and go ahead and watch the movie. Hold on, but they said in Inside <laughs> Out that animals have the emotions at the very end in the end credits. So imagine oh my gosh! So he's dealing with all the cat's emotions plus Joe's <laughs> emotions in the cat. Oh, that's weird. So wait, is the emotions tied to the soul or is it tied to the being? Because when, I would think soul. Well, when Twenty Two was in Joe's body, she started to like all the stuff he liked based on his emotions. Oh, that's well, so, but if it, but if it's soul, if it's actually if emotions tied to the soul, then. Then he well, she didn't like. Pixar is going through all of it. They're going through the emotions, the soul, the brain. Like they're gonna go through the brain. Well, it's not really love. Pixar. It's more just Pete Doctor. Well, yeah. I mean, but well, he I mean, did up. He did Inside Out. Like he's mm. done a lot. Um, let's go ahead and cut here. We're gonna watch. Probably, I don't know. We're gonna figure it out. But then we'll we'll be back in a second. So uh, see Bye. Welcome back. It's been a... Well, we've been recording for three hours now, but we're only an hour and seven minutes and 23 seconds into the movie. And we're about 45 minutes into recording, so it is It is a... um. It's been quite a night. It's been quite a night. We, we started around 9.30. It's now 12.46 a.m. And we had yeah. a, we've had we had a lot of deep conversations, like, not even talking about the movie. I mean, yeah. it started with the movie, but mm-hmm. it gets sidetracked. It has made us think about life just a little bit. We've talked about religion. We've talked about girls. We've talked about a lot. Yeah, it's been, it's been a good experience. I'm not going to lie. You know, I didn't fully enjoy the first act of this movie. I didn't. But going into the second act, I enjoyed this a lot more the second time around. Yeah. And I don't, I think it was just because, like, I get to look at it with, like, a new point of view. Because, like, I realize that from an entertainment point of view, this movie's great. It is. It's very funny. And it keeps you engaged. But from throughout. a critical point of view, it's kind of sucks. <laughs> it, yeah. There's a ton, there's a lot in the second act where they're, like, talking in this whole, it's just the body swapping thing. I think it works on an entertainment level. It works as watching it, like, separated by separated from the first act but i think the first act does not really prepare us for the second act it just feels like completely different movies yeah it really does and so i don't think it works on a story point because again you start the first nine minutes you start on earth and those are great scenes and then you go to this like soul land and it just feels off and it feels like they're tackling subjects they can't even begin to explain and then we come back to earth and it's like Oh, 22 is literally just enjoying feeling things. She's enjoying seeing things. She's enjoying experiencing living. And that's basically her spark. And that's great. But again, feel being able to feel things is a great idea. But as we know, depression exists. Anxiety exists. Yeah. You being able to feel things is not always a good thing. So I think it tries to make that both a thing. Of that. She felt pain for the first time. She felt panic for the first time. Like she right. felt she, she everything. Has. But it has, I mean, not no, no. She not everything, anything. but like she's gone through but a lot has, of the basic yes. emotions. She has been scared. She has been hurt slightly. She's been enjoy or she's enjoyed. She's tasted. She smelled. It's crazy. Yeah. Like and she just enjoys being able to feel things. So I I get that's her spark. That's great. That's cool. But I just... But what doesn't make sense... There's so many plot holes. Go ahead. Please. And 
they it keeps going back to the fact she said that she was at the youth center for thousands of years. But going back, she said there is no time in this place. Time is meaningless here. But she's been there for thousands of years, which contradicts itself. Yeah, it does it's, honestly, and it's you. It's something you can pretty easily overlook, I think. But just this movie has to make sense. They have to be able to tell a story that holds up under scrutiny of any level. And this movie just, the story, it's illogical at points and it contradicts itself. And that's very bad storytelling. And that's just mediocre writing. Like that is not, that's not how you make a movie. You gotta, you gotta make sure that you're not contradicting yourself and not over, not underthinking certain ideas and overthinking other parts. I think this is honestly, this whole sequence, I did, I hate body swapping that whole trope. And I did not think that's the first time around. I hated that, that, that this is where this movie went. Second time around, I wasn't expecting it not to. So I was way more okay with it. Man, I was kind of hoping the movie changed. Like, it was just not going to happen the way it was the first time. So, yeah, what, do you, what are your thoughts on the body swapping second time around? I don't know. Body swapping, I feel like, can be a cool thing. Because, like, if you play it off right and the actors are great at just, like, having fun with the role, I feel like they can pull it off really well. True, but, but this I've is also animation. It, yeah, I've never seen it through animation. Which is odd. So it's kind of weird. But it's, I don't know, because, like, when they did it in Scooby-Doo, it was weird. Because, like, the live-action Scooby-Doo, they just kind of make it made it awkward and sexual. Oh. And, like, Freaky <laughs> Friday, those have always been kind of weird movies just because, But like, also fun, because that's the entire point of the movie. Like, well, honestly. Yeah. This is... I under, I do agree. This is, a, this is a way to tell the story of 22 enjoying life and Joe maybe being a little bit too focused. But throughout this entire thing, it's telling us over and over again that Joe is way too focused on jazz. He's too focused on his dream. But if you were about to literally achieve your dream that you've been working towards your entire life because you thought that's what you were supposed to do, mm-hmm. you would be just as excited. I, I really think that. So the um, the girl that he teaches in class comes with her trombone and says she wants to quit. And he's like, oh, I don't have time for this. And it's like... But 22 somehow knows what to say to comfort her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she and it, she pretty much says it on accident. She's speaking like, comforts her on accident. It, another ahead. plot hole. She says in the beginning when she first gets in his body that she has his memories... And she knows, like, all the streets of New York. But at the same time, she doesn't have his memories for some things. Like, there's a lot of stuff that there just isn't there. Yeah, yeah. And And so... They keep contradicting mm. themselves. And I don't want to hate on this movie. I love it. The animation... The way they can show a cat's facial expression... The animation is so good. Like, it looks real. And when Terry interacts with the real world, it looks crazy real. Like, he'll be, like, walking... Or he'll, like, zigzag his way through the, like, real city... And, like, it's just, it looks crazy real. Like, someone, yeah. like, put an animated beat, like, an animated film yeah. over real life. Right. And that's a good, honestly, that's a good, and it can't, it's a strength, and it can be a weakness. Yeah. I think, because especially when this movie goes completely, I think, just unrealistic, fantasy, just all these ideas, especially at, towards, like, the, after he dies in the first act. And that just, that, I didn't, don't think, I think it clashes a lot. It feels like, like I said, different movies, it clashes a lot with everything that's on earth and i just i'm not a fan of the soul stuff but this movie is called soul so that would basically mean i'm not really a fan of this movie and i think that's clear i'm not really a fan of this movie the score is amazing technically it's it's strong except i don't think the writing is great but i think the it's so funny it really is really funny so it's fun to watch because you're laughing because you're like oh it's it's fun seeing about like learning about joe's life through 22's eyes but also you know joe's there Oh, I'm pretty... Okay. People say... I've, I've seen people critique that scene where he doesn't... 
he doesn't he feels like he he's above teaching uh that girl yeah. trombone i've seen people critique that say that he's way too, that's him being too focused but again he just want he doesn't he doesn't care about teaching her right then but he cares about her he says that like she's really good yeah she loves doing it maybe her sparks trombone he says that like it's not a big deal because he's like sure about that in his head it's not yeah. he's not doubting that He's okay, he's like that. He's a good teacher or anything. He knows she's not gonna give it up because it's what yeah. she loves. He's like, oh, I don't have time for this right now because I'm in panic mode because I don't want to lose this opportunity that I've been given. I just like the the woman who just gave me this gig just saw me in a hospital gown, stained, literally, basically <laughs> naked with a cat covered in pizza eating stains. pizza on the road, getting up a taxi, and that's. So, obviously, you would panic. Oh, that's messed up. So, if you want to make this realistic, if you want the Earth to be the realistic part of this movie, then you can't critique it like that. You can't critique yeah. it like, oh, he's just way too focused on his dream. When it's like, you never, they never say that he's a lost soul. They never say that he was too close. They just kind of hint at it. Yeah. And everybody's just supposed to be like, oh, so you're not supposed to focus on your dreams. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that. I see that, yeah. And I don't know how I feel. Um, It makes the movie interesting, but... I agree, it does, it doesn't have enough, it doesn't back it up enough for it to be, like, the main claim, and mm-hmm. it's just left very open-ended. And the themes feel empty. It does, yeah, mm-hmm. entirely. And that's a, that's a big issue for this, for a movie like this. Like, the first time I watched it, I loved it because it was, I've never seen a animated movie get this deep, and like, like I said before, I love psychology, it's like, my favorite thing, and so I loved it because I thought it was really interesting, but the more I watch it, the more I realize... It's not that good of a movie when it comes to, like, just, they didn't... I think it could have been so much better if they had taken this in a different direction. Yeah, easily. Like, the way I thought about it was, like, Citizen Kane-ish. Right. I would have preferred learning about Joe's life as he's going through it, and maybe, I don't know. I just, the whole thing about the soul in 22 being this jaded soul who doesn't want to live for some reason with no evidence that, to, like, to back that up. Yeah, That she doesn't want to live. I'm just not... I'm not, I don't know. This movie, I just don't, I don't love it, but the animation's great. It shows, like, a really beautiful New York City. Those scenes, like, just showing the lights, people talking, and it's just beautiful when you, it feels like a, a, it's just the perfect setting for at least, at least this act. Yeah, and this is super off topic, but I am running off of four hours of sleep and a crap ton of sugar. Like, I might be on a sugar high. (laughs) As we're talking, I'm slowly thinking, so... Disney and Pixar, I don't know if Disney owns Pixar, but Disney, so they do. Okay, Disney also owns Marvel. Yes. What are two of the Earth Stones? Or not the Earth Stones, the uh, Infinity Stones. Soul and... Mind. Inside Out and Soul. Pete Doctor is is trying to make worries about all the Infinity Stones. They are Infinity Stoning it, just like (laughs) Avengers, or just like Marvel did. You know what? Yeah, I think you're right. That's exactly what they had in mind. And DC is also doing what they do with the Avengers. They make solo movies, and then they combine them together, but they do it very crappily. It's terrible. Yeah, I didn't even see Wonder Woman. It has a 5.5 on IMDb. That is Wonder Woman wasn't that bad. No, no, two. Wonder Woman 2. Oh, no. I I, I wanted to watch it, but I saw the reviews, and I just couldn't. Couldn't bring myself to do it. I didn't even see the first one, but I I know first what happened, good. and I'm I know I've I've watched reviews. The guy that from spoil... Harry Potter, Lu- uh, the guy who turns into the werewolf, <laughs> yeah, Lupin was He's Ares. Yeah, was I've seen that God. part of the movie actually, and I hate that part. I yeah, that was the only part I, I didn't like, like. What is going on? He's getting all these ar- all this armor onto him, and he's like, 
I am God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm he just, just like mm-hmm. God summons like armor and then beats the crap out of her. Yeah, she's like, I don't no, think that's. A good I am actor a god killer. God. No, for I like Ares, him as a werewolf. That's dumb. Yeah, he's better. He would as, be like, good a... as like Loki type thing. Maybe yeah. He's just, he's more cunning than war. Yeah, he's like, not that, that seems... intimidating. He's more brains than bronze. Yeah, exactly. Except when he exactly. wolfs out in Harry Potter, that's kind of cool. True, true. And this is like super off topic, but like I said, Infinity Stones, Disney's doing it all over again, but with Pixar. They're going to soon have the... Sell that idea to BuzzFeed. I Probably should. should publish this then. Oh, well, we will. BuzzFeed, if you want it, like, if you want my idea, contact me. I'll sell it for no, like no, no, 20 no. bucks. No, 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 no. They just steal it. That's just what they do. Oh. They just BuzzFeed, steal if you steal it, I'm suing you for 20 bucks. <laughs> That's all I care. You want it? 20 bucks. It's all well, yours. Okay. Well, let's talk I'll about... Podcast. Let's talk about Terry. I think you mentioned him, but... <sighs> Terry... I... Just an odd element in this in this second i don't understand the point of him i don't either it's weird i guess it's like a conf another time conflict like right. terry's gonna catch him and he has to be there by six thirty. but like it's just dumb yeah i don't i mean the, the whole uh no i just mm-mm. it i yeah no this whole element i don't even know what it's to say but weird. it's it's odd and it feels out of place and it's like i don't really care it's a little bit funny but I, the animation's great. Like, seeing him throughout the world, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. But, like, it looks, and can't mention it looks very realistic, and it's very, yeah. very creative, and it's, it's, that's, I love the creativity in this movie, I do. I just don't think that it was written or executed as well as it could have been, or maybe should have been. I yeah. Think. So, Terry, that whole thing, I mean, he wasn't really in it that much, but it's like, do we need an antagonist right now? No. Do we? No, we don't. Like, it's just an element that's. Adding more tension. I feel like he's we don't want to be feeling more tension. It's uh, man versus self conflict. It's he's exactly. his own antagonist. Exactly. If the, if you're actually going to explore man versus self, yeah, then you need to commit to that. And they just don't. They don't do that. So is there anything else you want to talk about with the second act? I mean, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, I think it was entertaining, but I don't. It like was entertaining, it. but it wasn't I good. Uh, yeah, I, that's the best I can say that, really. I just don't like the ideas they explore here, but I think they're, they're good moments. The barbershop scene is great. I, I mean, um, undeniably, best Dez part of the film. is my favorite character that isn't the main... Honestly, no, he's my favorite character. Good. He, he's great. I think that the whole, the you whole learn sequence... That, cause you yeah, you I mean, learn so much about him, and you learn that no one appreciates him, really. Like, no one asks about his life, like... And not he, nobody, but Joe doesn't. I mean... Joe he, is just kind of distracted. his favorite customer just doesn't care, really. Joe is just kind of distracted, and he doesn't, he doesn't, if, and he even learns any, if he learns anything from the events that happen here, is that he needs to take a step back and just look at his life and live in the moment a little bit more than just focusing on the future. Yeah. But that's nothing to condemn him for. He needs for. to focus on the spectacular now. Yes, exactly. We just watched that movie, we talked about it, that's why that's relevant. <laughs> but today's been such a deep day for us. It's been a good day. All right, well, it's actually uh, been an hour. It's 1 a.m. right now. Yeah, it's been a good uh. day and an hour. <laughs> anyway, so he just he needs to um, take a step back. He needs to live his life just focusing a little bit more on the now, focusing yeah. a little bit more on what he feels and being grateful that he gets to live it all. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But he's, but th- there's no reason to condemn him for living his dream, for having a dream. It's like That's what I feel like everybody, that's what I feel like the movie does at the end. It's like, I don't know. He needs to be okay. He needs to be happy when he achieves his dream, even if he's underwhelmed. Yeah. But that's the exact... Okay, so that brings me right back. He's underwhelmed. We're, we haven't even gotten there. We're going to record again yeah, after we so finish the movie. He's under... Let's finish it before we talk okay, about that Okay, okay. I'll talk about it later. 
Okay, we're gonna go ahead and uh, cut. See you then. See you in a second. Okay, we're back one last time. It is now 1:41 a.m. and um, we are done with the movie. We are we finished the movie. We are exhausted, and it's been quite the quite the night of recording and watching, and uh, it's been it's been fun. It's been fun. So let's talk about the the last 20 or so minutes of Soul. 30 minutes? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, they're interesting. It, <laughs> this okay. Yeah, I can't even. It resolves, but it doesn't. But it's like okay. But it also doesn't make any sense. And he doesn't die in the end. Which, Wait, should he? Should our protagonist hold die on. in the end? I don't know. I don't he know. died, but not really, but came back to life. Like, this... It was weird. Okay. So, whenever we started, she ran away in Joe's body. Yes. Feels like forever ago. But she, she ran away from with Joe's body. And he's like, no, I need that. And everybody in the audience, I guess, was thinking, oh, he's so selfish for wanting his body back. I know, Yes, right? he wants his body. It's, her, it's his body. Of course he wants it back. She's taking it away. Well, if someone away. your body, would you be mad? Running away. Well, yeah, if I'm a freaking cat <laughs> and I have the, the gig of my you life. Know, I would like being a cat. If I could be a cat that knew how to play jazz. <laughs> I would make himself. <laughs> He went to lick himself, caught himself, what? Uh, ew. He's like, wait, what him. am I doing? Oh, my oh, gosh. Goodness. Great. My weird. But no, if so I was she a stole cat, his body, that was not cool. If not I was cool. a cat that knew how to play jazz, I would make so much money. Who needs a body? I'd be a yeah, jazz we have cat. Yeah, the, there's a chicken that, that uh, plays uh, the, the old McDonald, I think, on America's Got Talent. You haven't seen that? No. Oh, we'll have to find the video. Anyway, uh, we'll do that tomorrow. Well, I mean, we'll do that later today, because so, we've been recording for four hours. It's a blast. <laughs> We're having so much fun. Oh Yay! my gosh, I'm about to We're crash. delirious. We're delirious. It's almost two in the morning. We're gonna die. Ohio Wait. time. I mean we gonna we going yeah. It is now the night. If we do die though, let's 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 try to make our way back to the great before and then then do this then, this whole thing and, and just hate ourselves forever. It. We should do that. Oh, you be Marco, movie, I'll be bro. Polo, and then we can just be like tag teaming it. You you'll be I'm Marco? Yeah. And then we'll just that. find like a okay. group of twins and then get them their spark. Oh, wait, okay, that sounds would good. Would they be twins though if they're well, in the great well, before? Well, well, here's the thing though. We could just not be like Joe because we're not actually that pressing. And we could go through 22's box, and then get to the thing and find find the dude and then get to get, the thing and find the dude. Find the dude. Find the ship and, and steal his stick and thing. Steal a stick, draw the circle, and then jump through the circle and become a cat. I agree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, be, be a be a cat because why why not? Why? Not the counts off. The counts off. Terry would come for us. The counts Terry. Off. Let's talk about Terry. Ter- Terry tells Joe that he cheated. You know what Terry, Joe didn't do? He didn't cheat. cheat. He didn't cheat. No, Terry. Terry's failed. a failure. Terry is a failure. And he's he an failed. ugly failure. Oh, Terry's a jerk. He is. We do not like Terry. Pointy face. Yeah. And Joe's oh very squashed. So much face. happened in this section. I don't even know. Where, okay. It's crazy. Twenty two is so mature for a soul that barely has lived at all like she knows i i don't get it i don't get how why yeah, wouldn't she be weird. okay if she's this mature and jaded why would she not be okay it's like she's lived but without living it's like she's lived in the the great before for that for so long that she just has a, a like life experience now it just doesn't make any sense and i just don't i don't like 22's character in this movie Oh, we're gonna talk about this, but I think this movie would have been so much better if the ent- if the entire thing was about well, basically what happened Here, when Joe was right now. no 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 wait when Joe was in the zone, right? Yeah. Or not get like almost in the zone, and he's like thinking back to all these beautiful moments in his life, 
It's these beautiful, beautifully animated things, and it's you, you get a scale, like yeah. a, a sense of the scale of his life, like of of how he feels small, but he gets to live, and he's grateful for that, even though he literally just got told that he doesn't have a purpose, and he has been working his entire like that's that part that he's been working his entire life only to find out that 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 will not fulfill him, and he doesn't know what else will, except I guess dying because he's okay with dying after that. I guess. But it's like, so if the whole movie had been about. Him going, like, exploring his life. You want to do something fun? Let's rewrite the movie, me and you. Okay, okay. So, Let's do it. it should start out the, well, should it start out the same? I think it should. And then he dies, and then he goes to a place. And then he finds a place where he looks back on his life. Like he, Citizen Kane style. He finds this person that he needs to mentor that doesn't want to go to Earth or is scared, and he talks about how great life is through flashbacks of his life, and you learn more about yeah, him. yes. And then... The, the the soul, maybe 22, somebody like 22, but who is like an innocent soul who maybe is a little bit resistant and to living. And not a 40-year-old woman. Yeah, maybe a little bit resistant to living, but not actually like totally against it. But just, just like, can scared. you just, like it's show just me scared. why? Yeah, scared. That's a good, yeah. She's scared. That's a great thing. That's a great idea. So she's scared and he's like, okay, well, look at this. This happened and this happened. And now I get, I have these great opportunities and my life's great. I get to meet all these, these people and see these things and like, I get to taste really good food. I get to smell really good smells. I like smelling smells. Yeah, it's fun. It is. It's it's a blessing. It is. We're blessed to be able to sense things, and that's kind of what this movie is getting at, I think, at the well, end. Well, and pretty much the whole movie is just saying, if you don't have, well, this is from a Christian point of view, but if you don't have God, your life's pretty much screwed. Like, there's no purpose. Yeah. He does. He just, like, is totally okay, I guess, with just being told that he doesn't have a purpose. And I just, I feel like he's worked... His entire life to get to that point, and it well, doesn't yeah. fulfill him. Of course, it doesn't Even fulfill him. Even when you fulfill him. your dreams, it's not mm-hmm. fulfilling you he because has... there's a missing part of your life, and that's God. Yeah, he felt, he felt, he felt like I thought before, second or third time recording before this time of recording. This is getting confusing. I talked about how it seems part. like he like being able to feel things is like what they're saying the purpose is. Yeah, but he felt best. He feels best when he's playing. Right? Yeah. When he's playing piano. So, is it just the people you meet, I guess? The people that you meet that makes it? That's your purpose? But it just... I think it's the experiences along the way. Pixar doesn't know. Pixar hasn't decided they didn't develop it this much. That was the most open-ended movie. Yes, they didn't even develop the ideas enough to actually conclude anything. And I'm just... I get it. I get that he's like, okay, he wants to live. He wants to focus and be okay and be happy to be able to feel things and live. No. He's grateful to live at all. But that's not how living works. No. And if you actually want to try to make New York City realistic, make his life realistic, and actually pull out, like, who's going to, what's going to pay your taxes, what's going to pay your bills, which his mom does, yeah. then you have to make, you have to make it actually, like, make sense and be logical and add up by the end and resolve, or else it's just not satisfying. I was sad. This the end. Of the, the ending of this movie makes me sad. The ending of the movie's terrible. The last fifteen minutes sucks. The last, yeah, I, I would say ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. I would say ten minutes. After he, he goes back, yeah, he goes somehow. Somehow he goes into the zone and then jumps jumps off out of the zone and then goes back to the great before. No, first what? he goes back to the pirate ship dude, the hippie. Right, and I love that guy's a great character. Oh, gosh, like, that dude's a great character. But like, how does that work? I don't know. How does um, it get to the great before? That doesn't make any sense. That the box doesn't make any sense. Nope. Not Ugh. even sure what the box is. Oh my god. It's like the TARDIS from Doctor Who. Not that I've seen Doctor Who. 
But it's like the TARDIS from Doctor Who. Like, you go in it, and then you're someplace else. Like, bam. I guess. I mean, I just, I don't know. You've never I, seen I Doctor Who either. I have not. But I, I, I get what you're saying. We don't know what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Weird. It is late. Next up, Doctor Who by no. Greater Valve. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we're way too tired. Yeah, it's this is, 2 this in the morning. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. Ay, ay, ay. So the resolution feels very forced. Because they're just like, okay, 22 is going to go down now. Because we set up this conflict... And now we have ten minutes to uh, like make it work to make it to, to make it resolve, and it's just it's nonsense. It's nonsense. He he gets an opportunity to come back because they were inspired by him. When really the whole conflict with twenty two, she should have just been. I don't even know that whole the whole storyline. Twenty two is weird. Is it? It's a bad direction for the story to focus on twenty two instead of like focusing on Joe as a character. It Which just doesn't. They work. were originally going to make twenty two the main character. And, mm. oh, um, what did I tell you when we were looking it up? It was the, it was going to be her as the main character, and... Okay, while well, he's looking for, um, for that, I'm, I wanted to say, what, how does he die at the end? He just decides that he would like to die now, and he gives his Earth Pass He's playing the piano, and then kills himself. <laughs> he like... just falls dead onto the piano, <laughs> yeah. because he's like, I guess I'll die now, I'll give my Earth Pass. The end of 22's theme is just, <laughs> as he hits all he's the keys. He's playing the piano, and he's just like, holy crap. Well, he's dead now, I guess. He just he just passes out, and then he, his life oh just my. mysteriously, magically passes out of his body and he goes he's totally ready to go to the great beyond he was ready to be zapped like a fly like a, fly, like a meaningless fly Bruh, it's not even let me see it Ugh. never mind then anyway so 22 is super sad at the end of the movie because she's like oh i have no purpose he's back i i don't think i have any purpose and he, like joe says i don't have any purpose i i don't earn i don't deserve an earth pass i don't deserve that spark because i don't have a purpose and i'm like wait a second um Joe hasn't been given a purpose either. No. Joe, but Joe has worked his entire life towards this, and it doesn't fulfill him. That would break somebody. That would break somebody. This is completely off topic, but I'm on IMDb trying to find a fact, and I see Onward, like, they made a new art for Onward. Look at how cool that looks. That's not new. That's not? I've never seen That's that. That's probably the theatrical poster. This is great That's podcasting. Crazy. I'm not going to edit this out. You, you guys, guys are just going to hear every minute of it. You if you've made it this far, thank you. Just thank you. So you're going to hear me sing Don't Worry, Be Happy, because I've Don't done that worry. now. Yeah. I've sung that, I've sung Eminem, I've done a lot. Okay, I have finished my thought. So, Joe's life is meaningless because it doesn't, because the the only purpose he has is to live. And that's dumb. That doesn't make any sense. It Yeah, I, I, it doesn't make that much sense. It's So that doesn't weird. make sense, but, but then 22's, well, 22 doesn't have a purpose because Joe says she doesn't. Because her spark, she doesn't. She doesn't know where her spark is, and she doesn't have a purpose. Because her purpose is also just to live. But she hasn't waited her entire life for something only to be disappointed, and that like there's nothing to break her except Joe disappointing her. So they both should be basically dead and lost together because they both have realized that there is no purpose to this life. There is absolutely no purpose except getting buzzed into the great beyond like a fly. Okay. And that is the true message of this movie. So you know how you defended Tina Fey when I said she sucked? Apparently, Tina Fey also contributed to the screenplay, having helped write her character's lines. Tina. How about that? Tina, listen to my advice. T okay, you cannot. No. Tina Fey is a good writer, bro. I'm just saying. She is. 
I this, but the, I mean, think about it. You need what to could she write have done when better? you're sober and have, it's not four in the how morning. How could she have helped this movie? They they just not had write bad those lines. ideas in the in the beginning. Why don't you hire me to help write? <laughs> Pixar, if you're listening, I have great ideas for your movies. As you can tell, I would love to work oh, for you guys. Gosh. About to be sixteen. So, guys, this movie it just um it kind of broke me. Not really. I just don't. I I just. It's so sad, and just honestly depressing. It's beautiful at moments. The animation's great. The score is really cool. But it just doesn't. It's not gonna fix the movie. Um, voice acting isn't amazing, but I, I don't know. It was. It was not terrible. It just the the way that the the story went, the direction the story went. I really hoped that on rewatch, I would like this movie more, and mm-hmm. I like it significantly less. Yeah, I thought I was gonna like it the same, but I like it a lot less now that we look at it from a critic's point of view. Like, damn. Yeah, if we actually try to like break this movie down, which okay, is hold exactly on. what we just did. Nope. Nope. Stop. Full stop. According to IMDb, 22 gets her name because she's the 22nd soul to have ever existed. To give a suggestion how long this has been, that soul was named before her was ever... Her was in the 100 billion. Oh, the soul named before her in the... Right, they, right. I saw that, yeah. Which is what I thought. But in the beginning she's of it, the 27, they said 37. There's a, there a soul that said 37. Why would he not be in... Why, why would they not be in... Why would, I don't oh. even know, bro. That, that, I, I don't believe that. That's, nope. that's bull. Plus... This entire thing is that it's outside of time, so it shouldn't even matter if she's the 22nd soul. Technically, they yeah. should all be going down at the same time, but just landing throughout history. Like, it doesn't... It mm-hmm. doesn't... <sighs> we're breaking... We're maybe maybe just overthinking this movie a tad. Maybe, but that's our job. That's It's we're the fun part. It's the fun critics. part. Yeah. <sighs> so we have looked at this movie critically, sideways, upside down, inverted. You know what's Either weird? Either way, it's just... It's, it, we don't like it very much. That Pete Doctor... Fact. This is the third Pixar film and third Pete Doctor film in a row to be an official selection by the Cannes Film Festival after Can. Up and Inside Out. Can. Oh, Can? Really? Yeah, it's, it's French or something. I don't know. Oh. I well, should probably know that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, they must have liked it enough. I mean, for somebody who doesn't feel like they have a defined purpose or really care, maybe they would like this movie. And, uh, but I'm, we are not those people, and we do not like this movie. So let's go ahead and rate it. If you, oh, actually, wait. You want to hear more? Uh, yeah, let's let's trivia? hear more IMDb trivia. Let's let's yeah. Yeah, please. when Joe is getting a haircut by Des, Des is a picture of his daughter with the bunny doll or with the bunny toy from Toy Story Four that was voiced by Jordan Peele. Oh, how yeah. about that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, on the subway train, it read 2319. Which oh, yeah, you we remember, saw that. We pointed that out. Monsters, Inc., that is the code when someone has a human object I on certainly them. hope most people listening to this podcast understands that reference. Yeah, it's when the guy walks out with a sock and his friend is like, 2319, 2319, and all hell breaks loose and the CIA shows up. Yeah, that's fun. And like, that's yeah. Fun. You feel really bad for that guy. He didn't it's do crazy, anything wrong. Yeah. You know, he, he just scared some kids, you know? And that's mm-hmm. That's... That's always a good idea, especially when you need power. Yeah. That's always what I do when I need power. So. What, I mean, what's, what's it, what else is the point of having a little sister? I know, right? If you don't scare her, you get power, honestly. Yep. I mean, that's what, that's what my big brother did whenever I was little, so. Yeah, it's just whenever you guys couldn't afford power in your house, he just screamed at you until you cried. Yeah, and then those, yeah, I mean, I just I screamed and then, and then the house lit up. That's pretty cool. That's how I light my Christmas tree, actually. I just make my oh, siblings scream. Really? Yeah. That's so cool, like, man. I literally just say scream. It, just, it all connects. It That's does. pleasant. Anyway, Kay. please continue. The Chinese takeout box that appeared on the stockbroker's desk is the same one that appeared in previous Pixar films, like A Bug's Life, Ratatouille, and Inside Out. Hmm. Yeah. 
that's that's be- that's a great that's a great interesting not really fact i i thank you for enlightening me cameron i know let's, let's uh, before we actually rate it and rank it on our on our on our board on our you know ranking yeah let's let's um i want to talk about this uh if you had to recast these characters what would you do who would you who would you pick Ooh. I mean, we're not super, super like we don't know actors that well. Um, yeah, um, like for twenty two. No, start with Joe. Okay, with Joe. Let's start so with I'd Joe. either go with I don't know about like how musical he is, but my I have two choices: Danny Glover, not Donald Glover, Danny Glover. Ooh, that would be good. Or James Earl Jones. Uh, that might be a little. I don't know about James Earl Jones. That might be a little. He's a little too deep of a voice, but I mean, he. It's just I. I mean, all I could hear would be James Earl Jones. True. I mean, just, but it, I mean, it would be a softer voice. We need like somebody with a softer voice. I would say, I um, older Nick Fury or not Nick Fury, older Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson, but not now. Ooh, Samuel L. Jackson, but like trying to be a little bit nicer and I have mean, a nicer tone. Maybe he, I feel like he'd need to be older to have that like more like weary sound to him. Unless he could do that. Yeah, Samuel Jackson could do a good job. I mean, sure. he just have to have that weary sound and then be, like, a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he could do it. He's yeah. great. No, I, okay, those are great picks. And then... Um, 22. I don't know. Maybe a child. I don't care if it's a boy or a girl. It it really doesn't matter. I, th- but, I like the girl just because, like... But, like, if, if they're in Joe's body... It would sound more natural if they actually, you know, if we went that route. I feel like if it was a guy, it would sound more natural. But I understand them wanting it to be a girl. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Who? We just maybe a new actress, a, a girl. I don't know. I'm. You got to think of someone. Um, I'm thinking... that kid from Krampus, the little little dude, the guy. I mean, he's probably too old now, but he would have been good. Uh, I don't remember his name. Yeah. The guy. I think his name was Max in the movie, or that was his act. The you know who I'm thinking. Who? And. I know this is impossible now because they're way too old and way too famous. But the Olsen twins, somebody like that. I mean, that, yeah, but like, yeah. So we're talking more like younger people who have like an innocence to their voice, or even Elizabeth Olsen before she became like grew up. Right. Yeah. Like I mean, they, they just all had like the same like sweet sounding like Fresh Prince or not Fresh Prince Full House sound. Right. <gasps> the girl who played um he's having a, he's had an epiphany folks the uh fresh prince cousin uh Ooh. ashley Ooh. not ashley um yeah. um give me like three why am i blanking blanking it's two in the morning i don't yeah it is two um, it is literally actually two a.m uh, right now come on i this mean, is quite the work this has been quite you know okay so um it's, we're gonna give cameron a minute sh- sh- let's um let's talk about about i think life. it's ashley from fresh prince. ashley from fresh prince okay you, you don't know who I'm talking about, do you? Nope, never seen that show. Uh, I love to show you a clip because she's one of the funniest black young actresses ever. But when she was in Fresh Prince, she was great. She would have been great for that role. I believe you. And if she wouldn't have gone for like the husky depressed sound, it would have been more like... Um, yeah, basically anybody younger and more innocent sounding and not sounding yeah, as... Tatiana Ali. Tatiana Ali. Ashley Banks. Um, because she just had that like curiosity and wonder and she was only like 15 when she started that role or even younger than that i feel but like she was so we're just we're talking like teenage teenage child actors actresses it really doesn't matter just somebody who could like embody like wonder that's slightly covered up yeah it's hard to pick a certain person find a new excuse me find a new actor just just do it why not okay are you ready to rate this you could do go completely old and do betty white that is a terrible idea. I know. But I would actually like to see her try that. That would be funny. 
Somebody should dub that. Somebody <laughs> should hire Betty White to Betty, Betty, White, to, Betty no, White to dub her. Just take clips from when Betty White was on Community and put it in there. There have to be enough. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that would be great. I, I think I want to do that now. I think I want to do that now. That would be great. Oh, I'm good. sorry. Anybody... I want to say one more thing. Okay. I'm really glad that 22 didn't do that dance that she did in the teaser trailer. She didn't. And nope. AJR wasn't even in the t- trailer. Uh, or, I mean, AJR was, was in, in the, the teaser trailer, but he, they weren't None in the, the movie. Trailer. No, it was the official trailer. That's no, they... was it? Yeah. Or the teaser trailer. I no, remember. It was the official. I bet I, it was the official trailer. I had to rewatch it just to make sure. Okay. So they didn't put AJR in the movie. They at least got Just paid. in the trailer. Apple used they the got paid. song, too. Yeah, they're getting, they're blowing up right now, which is great. I know, and it's all because of Bang, which isn't even like it's they made that just song. for the fans. That like they made it for Surround to get new fans. The bang. Bang, bang. It's not even their best song though. It's good though. I Remember know. how much fun we had when that came out last year? Oh my gosh, we it's destroyed so your car speakers. It's so fun. We still destroy your car speakers, uh, but yep, like today. Yep. Okay. Are you ready? Really Are you ready today. to rate this? You have to rate it first. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm going for a solid. Um. Well developed, okay. Like this is a, I don't know, a, a solid two out of five. Okay. That is a nice four out of ten. It's not the most fantastic score, but so I feel like it's fitting. You are rating it from both a technical and a comedical aspect. Yeah, right? I think I think technically I would give it like a half, and it does entertain that that I can give one and a half. But I don't think this. I'm not going to give this higher than a in a two i gave this a three and a half upon first watching second watching just this movie just falls apart under any scrutiny <sighs> at least from us so two out of five for me please don't check my letterbox for what i first rate it because i will feel terrible about what i'm rating it now but i'm giving it a three out of five. five three out of five okay so that is a solid five wait nope yes five out of ten which would make this number eight, the absolute bottom of our ranking. And it is 1.5 behind our lowest, which is Krampus. And I'm okay with that. I had a high expectations for this movie, but they failed me. I was I was more disappointed this time around. First time around, I was like, you know what? I probably just looked at this the wrong way. <laughs> nope, you looked at it. No, wait. I'm probably I never going to watch this way. movie again. I mean, I might watch the clip at the end of him like reflecting and those really beautiful moments. That, sh- that should have been the whole movie, but it wasn't that... I might watch Someone again. should animate La La Land to be in that style. Oh, that'd be cool. And Except then, with good character designs, not not people that look like Joe. But I mean, like that the level odd. of animation that they did with all the, like the oh, cities yeah. and stuff. Like if they made La La Land animated like that, I don't know. La La Land is pretty dang perfect. We talk about La La Land a lot in this episode. But That's animated cool. Emma Stone. We're gonna cover La La Land great. eventually. It's on the schedule for. Hey, don't don't tell us. Oh people. yeah, okay, I won't. It's uh, later this year. I mean, hopefully. What schedule? What, what are schedule? you talking about? We don't plan ahead. We're... We don't even know what movie we're doing next week. We... In fact, we're recording this. It's Saturday right now. This movie, this, the episode comes out in like two days. No. <sighs> two and a half days. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is it? Yeah, it yeah, is. It is. So crazy. I've, we're, this we're is our f- longest episode, and it, I feel like it's going to be our best. Might not even be our longest episode, honestly. But you know what? Are you editing any? Thank of you now? for listening. Oh yeah, I'll edit. I'll edit a lot of it. Thank you guys so much for listening. You should do unedited. Um, let's go ahead and. Uh, you should do unedited. You think so? Yeah, I think you should do it. Just because people want to listen. I, I mean, know. I'll listen through it. See, see. We'll we see. don't have that much we need to do, and it's raw, and it's they get to see us at yeah, us at like ten different at her times. At most delirious. At our like ten different times. Anyway, we have talked much, much, much about soul. We're gonna go ahead and uh, close it down. Um, 
You can find me on Instagram at Kyle underscore M underscore Lowry. And our podcast Instagram is at Greater Films Podcast. Follow that for updates, regular updates. I'm, I'm going to post about Soul, about the episode coming out next week. Yeah. Like now, as soon as we're done recording. On Letterboxd, you can find me at capital K, capital L, capital T, KL Thriller. And you can find me at capital K, capital C, Cam Cooper. Yes, our email is greaterfilms.podcast at gmail.com. This has been Greater Films, the Teenagers Movie Podcast. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Greater Films. Mm-hmm.